Welcome to Kindling Conversations, the podcast where warmth meets wit and four friends gather around the crackling fire of camaraderie to share stories, laughs, and insights. So grab a cup of your favorite beverage, settle into your favorite spot, and let the glow of Kindling Conversations accompany you. Welcome to Kindling Conversations. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined with my three other hosts. I'm Ben. I'm Caleb. I'm Ashley. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Yeah? Doing great. Just doing, living the life? Just living the dream over here, you know? Twice in one week. My New Year's has started off wonderfully. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's that. I forget it's 2024. Sometimes, you know, it just kind of all combines into one year, it kind of seems like. One giant yeah. long year. Sometimes one long ass day can feel like a whole year. Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> oh Especially man! Especially when you wake up to three calls right away in the morning. Hey. Yeah, how's how is that? Like, it's always the best part. How did that feel? What the three calls right away, <laughs> yeah. right after another, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one came across at seven o'clock in the morning. All right, someone fell. We go help them up, and they're taking the hospital. And then we were sitting there. We sat there at the apartment talking after they filled up paperwork for about an hour. Ambulance was still off, taking the person to the hospital. And then I go home. I get home, go to the bathroom. All of a sudden, it goes off again. So I go to the station. We respond to that call. Uh, we Our other paramedic service that helps us with stuff, they ended up taking that person because our ambulance wasn't back yet. Go back to the station, talk for a while, go home. And then also we get a standby at the station for something. What's that, a standby? Uh, you just kind of stand wait at the station because someone's supposed to be on their way or something possibly like, could be happening. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh. And you didn't go to that one? No, I didn't go to that one, but they ended up being called off. They never left the station or no one ever came oh. to the station. They were there money, They were though. there for about an hour and then they got called off. You could have yeah. made the money. I don't do it for the money, though. Yeah, I know. I do it because I enjoy it. Fair enough. Yeah, we do it for the experience. Well, Because to be honest, because anything about what we actually do and how much we actually get paid, most people would say it's not worth yeah. it, but you know what? So, I'm not doing it for the money, so. Let me just ask this, because I feel like when it comes to, like, firefighting and 911 and just in general and, like, the ER, everybody goes for some stupid freaking reason or calls for some stupid reason. Like, mm-hmm. Kyle, I know you one time had a nosebleed when you were at the last apartment. Like, yeah. oh. what are some reasons to actually call 911 versus when do I not call 911, maybe drive myself to the ER versus... Hey, maybe this is a urgent care, convenient care. Call my I mean, doctor. Your house is on mm-hmm. fire. Call nine one one. If you have like any part of your body that hurts, I feel like you should be okay to drive to the hospital. If there's no bone or blood or blood gushing out, right? I mean, what dr- if I have blood driving, gushing from my nose though? Driving to the hospital is a lot cheaper than an ambulance ride to the hospital. Yeah, how much is an average ambulance cost? Do we know? So, typically, it depends. Um, my experience with calling ambulances for transportation, sometimes, you know, insurance picks it up. Um, it's based on insurance. It's based on the type. Um, it ranges how the distance are. I think the lowest that I've seen in it, probably 400 for like a mile down the road. Okay, Jesus. so what I'm Man. what I'm seeing for ambulance rates for the city of Madison, Wisconsin, um, for the mileage alone, you're paying sixteen dollars per mile. 
Uh, for residents, it's on average $1,275 just for an ambulance. Ride. I know my department is too. We're, we're really cheap still because we're a small department and we have a small community. So we're around 200 I think. But I know a couple of neighboring departments are around seven to 800 Jeez. I they've talked about. But we're talking about raising our prices too because medicine is just becoming more expensive. So It's and still it is. cheaper to drive. <laughs> Well, but that's the thing. It's a consequence right. if you drive because, say, you have some kind of procedure and now you can't drive yourself home. Either way, you're screwed. Yeah. Because you drove yourself, but now you're getting told by the medical team not to drive. Right. And, like, being inside the hospital, so the, the post-ambulance ride, coming in, calling, whatever, we see a lot of people come in from the ambulance for like minor things that we were like oh why didn't you have somebody to take you why didn't you drive yourself either it's a they don't have that transportation and they use public transportation yeah right. or it's like you got nobody or like b to them that is their crisis that is their emergency mm-hmm. and that's why these things cost is because if it was free everybody would be using it yeah for more inappropriate things right yes. I want to amend my statement, too, because what I was looking at was from a number from 2021. So it's actually gone up a couple hundred dollars to $1,410 for a resident or non-resident in Madison is the average cost. Yeah, see, that's a full-time department, so there's a little more cost behind theirs compared to us when we're just a part-time department. Volunteer, I guess you could say, and all the departments. Most departments I, around us are like that too. So yeah. I just figured That's I'd pull up something that was here. like somewhat close to us that actually yeah. had the rates yeah. published right. on what on their website. I mean, I feel like you know, like different people will think that different things are also <laughs> emergencies that are worth calling nine one one over. Um, a nosebleed could be iffy. I mean, if it's just absolutely gushing and I like like you're just bleeding out or something, I feel like you know that'll constitute it. But mm-hmm. like. Just a simple nosebleed. Yeah. I so, mean, you know. But that is true. I mean, and some people use the ambulance system for an inappropriate thing. Um, being at the hospital this past week with the holidays and stuff, and we're seeing sicknesses through the roof that, I mean, we're seeing COVID and RSV. We're seeing COVID and influenza A, B in the same person. So they have multiple things. Like the sicknesses are just getting higher. Our ER had, I don't know, almost 40 people waiting in the waiting room in a 24-bay bed area. And people were sitting and they checked themselves in, came in without an ambulance. They drove themselves. They had a family member drive them. They sat there for three hours, left, then called 911 to get them in because they thought that it would get them back in. But when we triaged, they were like, oh, you're not a murder like emergent yeah go out and wait in the waiting room where you just were so like yeah just because you call 911 you're not getting straightened to a bay Mm -hmm. or a bed and you're getting seen right away if i break my arm real quick i leave and then i break my arm and then i come back in well then you'd be considered emergent right but i mean they'll stabilize you and put you out in the waiting room in a sling in a splint like they're gonna see the 90 year old that fell before you at 27 years old they just rip someone out of the bed they're like Quick, get him in the bed. <laughs> they usually always leave at least one or two open for oh. emergent. That's why I send them back out to the. <gasps> That's why they said, yeah, in the waiting room. That would suck to have to like ride in an ambulance yeah. and then all of a sudden you're 
It's fun riding into it no. when you're not the patient. And yeah, no, but I'm yeah. saying like riding an ambulance as a patient, and then they're just yeah. like, "Oh, you're not emergent. Go sit in the waiting room." It's like, well, Pretty shit, much. I should have just drove here then. Yep. Yeah, right. If you go off the topic of like the being sick and not having a ride, we had something like that recently because like there's where way our town, our department's located is we're kind of a distance away from all the hospitals mm-hmm. and stuff. So we have this, we have a couple people in our community who can't necessarily drive and don't have anybody else to take them. And so this guy was sick and so you need to go to the hospital. He wanted to go to the hospital, so he called us because he had no other transport away. Yep. So we did took he, him then. Did he call like nine one one or did, yes. did he call ahead and? Nope. And he skip. called nine one one. Can someone do that for in your department? Since you guys do try to help that out, do can you can someone call and be like, hey, like, I'm 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 crippled or I'm you know I'm disabled. So if and, they call our department directly, we don't always have someone in the department. No, so but I'm just saying, like, if someone were to call the non emergency, like, is there a way? Is there something set up that you guys can schedule to like? I got to pick up Joe from his house at, at 9. Oh, no, so no. not. Because we're, we're, we're not, because we're not, because there's different certifications for ambulances. We're not certified to transport. Now, some oh. there are departments in there that are, cert, that are transport certified. So in that situation, no. And I'll hand out to Ashley. So, so we, I mean, discharging, being a discharge planner, social worker, we discharge people every single day. Right. If I might not discharge somebody because things don't line up. The doctor's not ready, doesn't think the patient's not medically cleared. There's a lot of things that go into it. From the hospital, we transport to nursing homes. But, again, it falls underneath. You have to have a certain certi- um, certificates, certifications. And not all the time, it, I always tell patients, I can schedule an ambulance for you. That's not a problem. It's in my job description. I'll do it all day long. I just can't promise you the cost is going to be covered by your insurance because there's certain criteria for transport needs. If it's a hospital to hospital, then it's most likely going to be paid for. So when you talk about like a transport ambulance, is that where like Superior is? Yep. Superior, okay. um, Ryan Brothers up in Madison. Um, there's one down in Illinois. Um, but yeah, so they are special specialized in transport medicine. And so that's pretty much okay. just keeping the patient stable wherever they're at. Gotcha. I also want to po- po- point out there, too, like, I guess everything could be, like, you could call 911 because in the heat of the moment. Right. Everyone's um, crisis is a different crisis. You know, so, like, simple pain, too. I mean, who knows if that could be something worse or, you know, like, to someone that's not familiar with, you know, different health problems, you know, if their significant other has abdominal pain, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you know, and it, it'll worry the, the normal person, you know, so like the heat of the moment, you know, right. especially, especially when, when my mom passed out, you know, I mean, I dialed 911 fast. Well, I mean, yeah, when you someone know, passes out, that's like an immediate, let me call 911 for you right. real quick. It do- doesn't matter for me, you know what I mean? Right. You know, so like, I, I mean, guess anything could be considered an emergency to someone. Right. We've but. I've seen, you know, abdominal pains coming into the ER and you're thinking like, "Oh, like what the heck? Why would you why would you call 911 to bring you in for abdominal pain?" Well, it's just a stomach ache, you know. Right, but it ends up being a small bowel obstruction. It becomes, mm. you know, or more like emergent a, or yeah. there's like a tie in the in the intestinal line. Or a bigger and, problem if it's like a pregnant patient that has it, abdominal pain. You know, then that really, you know, makes it right. even more. Because I, I mean, feel like. Can abdominal pain also become uh, 
appendix too. Your appendix, your gallbladder, pancreas. Your pancreas, yeah. There's yeah. Just, a lot happening down there that, you know. As a funny, whenever I get pain because of like a gas bubble or something, I'm always like, oh, oh God, is my appendix bursting? Oh my God. <laughs> I always make jokes and I'm like, oh God, my ovary. Well, I mean, I can, <laughs> I'll say I've experienced like, a worse pain and i was very close to calling 911 mm-hmm. because like well i don't know if i was gonna be able to sit in a car yeah. chair um it also kind of like you said pain tolerant pain tolerances too like people yeah. do pain tolerances so right yeah so if, I mean, if it's bad enough if you can administer liquid tylenol we can but otherwise if you get paramedics you can administer higher doses right yeah, isn't there different classifications of what like uh a yep. paramedic or i mean like yep what what are they like, uh so emt no, no, no. emr is your lowest level and yeah. what can they do oh, um i don't know exactly there. what they can do but i know they can i think I, it's certifications you can you pretty much know basic first aid um you can start ivs of like mainly just water with like electrolytes in it you can't do much medicines at that point but then i think as an emt you can start administering like liquid tylenol uh, See, I'm liquid ibuprofen and stuff like that, like so lower I'm... pains. And you go EMT A, which can do a little more stuff. Like they can do different like leads with like the monitors and stuff. Um, and then paramedics and one after EMT A, and then there's a what is it? There's one more after A-E-M-T. that. Doctor. Well, oh. you got like the BLS. Oh, basic. So basic, basic life, life support. support basic yeah. life support is anything from pretty much. E uh EMR to EMTA and then is BLS. ALS. ALS is paramedic. Advanced, advanced life saving. Yeah, advanced mm-hmm. life support. Yep. Life support. So paramedic. So that's uh, like somebody's nurse, on a car. Yeah, a cardiac. Flight nurses. Like the, right. if flight doctors. You're watching their heartbeat um, for certain rhythms. Who else? So are those like at the, the triage paramedics? They're like the one or something like that. I don't remember that level, but now like I know in Beloit they have um Beloit, I think. They have Med One or something like that. Yep. Is that an so actual that's a doctor. doctor? That's an actual yeah. doctor. Yep. Yep. Because like, we have a so a we have doctor. we have MD One is around here. So MD we have One through, I think through Mercy. Is, yep. Yeah. Through Mercy. Yep. And they're and, uh, they're, they're great for those specialized mm-hmm. calls. Like they get called out for something very significant. Because I know that when a guy in my department, he's also in another department. They said they were in a crash on a highway, and they and, and the MD One doctor was about to amputate a guy's leg because they couldn't get it out from under the car. Oh my! So, so he was right like not an, in the field, not like even an, as an ALS. Like that's not something that a paramedic. No, or, so no. the paramedic what, no. can't paramedic cut as anyone bone can think of. What yeah, like she said, paramedic can can't cut bone. They can't. They can't administer different. But since he's a doctor, types of medications because he is he's a doctor, he can give yes like extremely high doses there are certain, in the field. There are certain ones they can administer, but they have to have a doctor's approval. Yeah. So even like he's, he, they have always have a doctor on call 24-7. So if we have a gotcha. question even, we can call that doctor and he'll answer and be like, yes, do this, this. I mean, there's even certain medications as an MTA for our department that we can't administer unless we have that doctor permission. They so we'll much... call him and then he'll tell us, yes, you can do that. Is this, this just situation. a random doctor that's like part of the department or is this a doctor? It's, it's a doctor, doctor the hospital. that is a Part of it of the, from of a hospital. The, yes, of a hospital. Because we are certified. So the way this works is your department has to be certified through a hospital, through like a doctor system, I guess, or yeah, through a, like a, hospital, a health system. Health system. Yeah. So we're certified through Mercy, and so that's where all of our stuff comes mm-hmm. through. But 
Yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah. I mean, and they're like they're emergency medicine doctors. They're really they work they're, well they're in ER the doctors. high crisis situations. They're like ER trauma doctors is pretty yep. much what they are. Because like, our, I know our, one of our, I know most of ours also work in the ER and they're not working MD mm-hmm. one. So, so. Do they just take like a rotation on MD one? Yeah, yeah it's kind of like an on call type of situation. Yeah, or are they at the hospital and a call comes in for um, MD one, so they just like, okay, let's go. No, Woo! they they actually they can go home and stuff. Yeah, and, like have they have the car vehicle with them, and just got to be ready to answer a call whenever it comes through. Gotcha. Yeah. But I would I say for them to call MD one, it's something very significant, really significant some type of car yeah. crash, yep. life threatening, um, life threatening fall, so something. A code. They, they might yeah. show up first before the. Uh, Flight helicopter. Yeah. You know. They're so they're the ones that are calling the, the flight. No, yeah. not necessarily. No? We we can call it in sometimes. Oh. We call it in sometimes, Flight for too. life? Yeah. Yeah. I do know that when I had my car accident, the, the one of the few things I can actually remember was uh, the fire chief and one of the deputies standing over me going, well, are we taking him by lights and sirens in the ambulance, or are we calling flight for life? They're just like... Just watching over you as you're like yeah, croaking. Like, like, they're just like, yeah. what are you like, man, this kid is fucked up. <laughs> like, like you know, taking a long drag on a cigarette. Like, what are we going to do here, Because I know Doc? what are I, we doing, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> I know a uh, flight for life. They say they'd rather get them. They'd rather have us get them in the air and then call them off than also yeah, need so them right away. So they'd was... rather have us. They'd rather have us contact them right away and tell them, all right, we don't need you. You can turn this, back around. This is what. Um, because I, I had talked to, someone came into the hospital. It was either one of the paramedics or one of the, the deputies. Yep. I can't. I think it was one of the deputies. Um, he came into the hospital and he told me. He said, "You know, I don't know if you know this, but we had flight for life. Like they were in the air en route." Yeah. And I was yep. like, because I had asked him, I was like, "Were they really considering flight for life?" And he was like, "Yeah, they were en route. They were already on the way." Yep. And well, why did they change their mind? Um. The, I guess the situation that the situation. Was, I mean, he probably I was also coherent came enough. To, like, yeah. I came to they they you know they were asking me questions and I only remember a few bits and pieces right like. Um, Do they ask your name, birthday? See, I don't know that. The, the next year. thing I remember waking up to like in the ambulance was, I, I I was looking up and there was this paramedic guy that was like, "Do you know your name?" And I said, "Caleb." And he was like, "Do you know your last name?" I said, "Dasso." He goes. Do you ever have a brother named Forrest? <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that's my brother." That's my bro. And uh, that's the thing with having a lot of siblings. Yeah, and he, I was just know. like, "How do you know my brother?" And he was like, "Well, I went to school with him." I was like, "What's your name?" I'll ask if he remembers you. And blackout again. I don't remember anything <laughs> after that until I was in the hospital uh-huh. and my grandma and my mom walk in and they just like immediately like start bawling and turn around and walk out. I didn't even know that this man was in a fucking accident. I mm. found out. Over a news story on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, and I was like, "Wait, again, holy shit!" Was, he was and I out, so not like he's gonna call you. And I'm sure and he's, like, he's, he's, like, to. he's hanging upside down in the car, and he's like, "Yo, Kyle, <laughs> just want to let <laughs> you know." But like no one, like 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 no one even like. So, like I don't think some of my friends found out before I. Did. I don't think their worry was, "Oh, let's tell Kyle." I think their worry was, "Is Caleb okay? What's gonna be the yeah, next step of I his mean, treatment?" No, but it was like a week later. And no, I there's no way. There was no way. It was it was a couple of days. But my phone was also. It was the next day that you found out. I say, do not, do not because talk to Adam. Him. Adam is going so dramatic. Adam, as normal for Kyle, made a post on Facebook of the newspaper, and he said, "I thought I was going to be the first one to have my 
um, name in a paper, tagged me in it. So you probably saw it off of my Facebook wall, or you actually saw it physically in a paper. I don't know. But it was the next day that it was in the newspaper. <laughs> you guys just aged and yourself. My <laughs> fair enough. But it was the next day that like I was I was out of the hospital. It wasn't until like three, four o'clock in the afternoon that I actually got to my cell phone. And when I got to my cell phone, I had so many texts from different people that were like, Oh my god, I just heard about your accident. Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like scrolling through this <laughs> list of like um people you know what i mean and i'm just like uh yep i'm good now but it was like you know i I couldn't call you right because uh, you know i was in the fucking hospital and didn't have my cell phone with me <laughs> they had cut off all my clothes and unfortunately i was wearing one of my brother's shirts so i had to like right. tell forrest after to like, give you i'm not time gonna lie it. i would i would be a little upset if I like woke up, came well, to, and I was like, "Wait, where are my clothes?" And like, we had to cut it, Ashley. <laughs> I'd be like, "What the fuck? You know how expensive my clothes are." I was like, are? "Could you imagine having like something like really expensive, like nice, like an Under Armour sweatshirt, and they cut it off of you? That'd be well, suck." Here's the thing: is the shirt I was wearing of my brother's was a, a show shirt from when he was in theater. Oh yeah. Oh. And um, I I remember being in the hospital and being like, "Hey Doc, where's where's my clothes?" And they, you know, told me there was that they were in a bag, and I was like, well, "How'd you guys get them off?" And she was like, "Oh, we cut them off." And I was like, "Not the undershirt, right? Because that's my brother's, and he's gonna kill me if I." If Not he, my gum drop. She was like, "No, unfortunately, we cut off all clothes." See, yeah. this is this is on another tangent. That I am so scared if I ever get into a car accident. If I'm like in our hometown. I know pretty much all of them. <laughs> all of them know me. And you're telling me they're going to cut off my clothes? Like I can guarantee whoa. you that they're not worried about looking at everything. They're just like, all right, let's I get, figure out what's going on. If well, I if I collapse at the hospital, all of them down in the ER, I've mo- most of them I have worked with, if I get transported up into the unit up there, like I know all of them. Like, yeah. how embarrassing. I mean... It's professional. They'll all be professional about it. They're all I professionals. Told, yeah, I would. I get that, but it's just so still makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but here's my biggest fear. That your nipples get, get cut off? No. <laughs> I get... I get <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he said that he always well, just like, grabbing his nipples. He's like grabbing his nipples. Well, I'm saying, like, here's my biggest <laughs> like, fear, you know? Reel, reel it in real quick. <laughs> reel it as I grab my nipples. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, my biggest fear... Is uh, I I drive a little erratic when I have to shit because I'm just trying to get <laughs> home, right? So I'm like, what if I get into a car accident and I shit myself? You most definitely will because you will have no yeah. control. I know, over but that like, bodily function. Do you know how embarrassing that would be? <laughs> to be honest, I'm trying to learn that it, it happens way more than you think it does. And no, I I well, I get that. I've seen it. But like, I don't know how many calls you've gone to people who, yeah. I guess you, some of them do, you know, I have older adults who are like, I laid on the, on the floor for six hours because I didn't want to push my life alert at two in the morning and wake everybody up. Oh yeah. We've had, I mean, we've, I've responded to a call at four o'clock, 4 p.m., and the lady said that she fell at 12.30 a.m. and worked her way downstairs and she got in her chair. She said she was fine. 
So I mean, I I've seen that before. Well, we uh at the department I was at, um, I stayed the night there one night. Um, like I wouldn't get paid for the twenty four hours, like mm-hmm. only for you know per call I went on, but I yeah. didn't mind it. And we got a call at like two or three in the morning for a suicidal person. Mm-hmm. So we went there and like the cops were there first, obviously, and then we show up, and this woman's just like really upset, and she's like, you know, like. I feel like no one cares about me and this and that. And um, one of the paramedics that was there with us was like, ma'am, he's like, do you really think that we would have all woke up at two in the morning to come down here to make sure you were okay if we didn't care about you? And she goes, well, I guess not. He goes, exactly. (laughs) He's like, obviously we care if we woke up Mm -hmm. and we came here, you know, for you. You know, so that kind of helped change your mind about things, you know. But, and then, uh, yeah, we never ended up transporting, though. Yeah. You know, but she was fine, but, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just some things like that and stuff. Yeah. I mean, one thing I didn't ever really put into perspective until I got on the department is the getting up in the middle of the night and how many times it actually happens. I thought, how many times do you actually get a call in the middle of the night? I'm starting to realize that you don't know it because we don't go sirens if we don't have to in the night. Right. We only go lights. So, I mean, you don't really hear that in the night of the sirens all the time. At least in my department, we don't. I know bigger cities, they do, but whatever. I them. tried telling them that when I lived in Walworth. Fucking yeah. two in the morning. <laughs> right past my house. <laughs> yeah, that and was you don't do it. That was the, it's the a, other ambulance it, service that did that a lot. Oh, uh, through yeah, yeah, the shared, yeah. yeah they they blaring. they always do. I mean, we won't sometimes. It depends who's driving for us. I we have some mind people. Who, we have some people who just like the lights and sirens in I our didn't trucks. Mind I it, feel but like Mocha I was not like a fan. The, the lights and sirens. Oh, it I, is I so it is so fun going lights and sirens. Can through, I, like, the, the lights the and sirens when Kyle like joined the fire department here in town, and then actually got that first fire call. I've never seen man's move so fast in his life. For like the fire call? Yes, his very first one, like, yeah. for the department after getting <laughs> when back you into hear, it. When you hear a fire and call, you, you, your heart starts to race, and the second that pitch, pager goes off, your mind is set, get to the station, get my gear, and get in the truck. I was so jittery, I couldn't find the <laughs> the ignition in my car. I was like, yeah. <laughs> get in the hole! And then I'm, like, sitting talking to Ben because they were playing video games, so I'm talking to Ben. And next, you know, I get a notification that Kyle posted on Snapchat. And I'm like, what is dude doing? <laughs> and I'm watching it. And it's just him seriously, like, looking into the camera, kind of. But, like, looking around, not trying to make it noticeable. With, like, you can hear, like, the radio going. You can hear the sirens. You can see the lights flickering on his face. And then oh. he switches the camera around. Very dramatic for a five-second video. But you could just, you could see it on his face. There's, there's nothing all like, over there's the nothing body like language. that thrill. Of going to that call when it's dark outside, hearing the lights and sirens and all the radio chatter. It's, the adrenaline it's just, that, that is adrenaline unmatched. Is unmatched. I, yeah. You guys, I have, you guys one thing think I've that's done. adrenaline, and I'm like over here, like um, I would, I would be anxiety times a thousand. Ashley's oh, like, you're exi- I could be a widow tonight. You're anxiety. Yeah, pretty much, it already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should join the the crew too. The me? chief asked me. He's like, yeah. "Is your girlfriend wanting to join?" I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. You could do it as an EMT, Ashley. You could do it. Yeah. You have some nursing background. She couldn't pass nursing school. 
Call up. Or Kyle, want to. That. Kyle, I see I see some of the people who have passed EMT course. She could pass EMT course. That's I'm fair. like <laughs> and I know the basic. You know like, the basic. You I could, know the basic. I know B I D. You could go as I know, yeah. You could do you could be a basic EMT pretty easily. I mean it's not hard. I might look into the class. You should. That would be You gotta, wait, you gotta look into the apartment first. Oh my gosh. Because then they'd pay for it. Fire fading couple. Whoa. Firefighter oh and paramedic couple. Oh my god! I feel like I don't know. I'm. I I'm sure they would gladly take another it. EMT. Yeah, but Sharon could use them. I think all departments could use them right now. Even a lot of the bigger city full-time departments. That's just something that's going around. There's a big shortage of firefighters and EMTs right now. I've always I think thought of it. Short of everything. Yeah, I've always thought of it. It just scares me. It, it is very, really it is very scary. The, That's what I'm saying. I don't want to go step. running into a burning building. Yeah, don't catch me doing that. You could do you as an EMT. I mean? The only thing you may do as an EMT that may be risky is going into a car that's just been crashed. Because right. I mean, our EMTs will go inside yeah. of that with their turnout gear on, just to assist the patient while we're working on extrication. Right. I get that. You're pretty know, much just doing the basic. Keep them comfortable. <laughs> keep them from getting yes. more injured. Looking at the scene, making sure they don't have anything that's life threatening at that moment. Yeah, yeah, that they can fix or anything. But my my fear is like, and I don't know if you have to, but like, is the paramedic side of everything? I don't, don't know that I'd be able to to handle department. that honestly. Like, there'd be a lot that I mean. That, I feel like the would... paramedics around here, Beloit's different. I yeah. will guarantee you that I being in there is different. Oh, so I don't, I do think around here, it's not as serious. Um, the car crashes can be. We live. Well, that's with the thing is a like very it's a dangerous. lot of the gruesome stuff that like I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. But know. a lot of, a lot. Of, if you join an apartment, and I don't know if you go as paramedic, but you go to EMT. A lot of the departments will say if there's something you can't handle, tell one of us and step back. We have no problem with that. We understand. That's what I. That's at least my department. That's what I was told when I joined. Is if if you if we roll up on a scene and you can't handle it. Say, hey, I'm gonna step back first. I'm gonna step back, and we will gladly let you step yeah, back. Yeah, because if your your emotions are yes. too high, your, mm-hmm. your your emotions your emotions are now working and playing, and you're not having a mm-hmm. clear because we mind. have we have my actual deputy chief. He told me when I got hired on, he told me he goes when he told me that he goes anything involving the kids. He goes yeah. I can't handle. He goes so when it's involved the kids, it's bad enough. He goes I will personally step back because I can't handle it. Right. Because everyone in the department knows that. Goes, so there is something you can't handle. Let us know. Because when we get, we you may not know it right now, but if you get on the scene and see it, he goes, tell us. We'll gladly let you step back. He goes, it's understandable. Especially if you have kids of your own too. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah, that that can make it a lot worse. Um, but it's definitely not something you'll forget though. No. You know, but I mean that's that's just kind of the line of work. I mean, yeah, you don't know when it's gonna happen, but and it's also one of those things happen. is you don't know how your mind's gonna react until you're there. Right. right, like you can, like, it do, might, you could like it might not a, affect you mm-hmm. when you're there, but afterwards it it will. Yeah, like right. you can look you up know? a video of it and see it, but when you're there in person working on that person, it's different. So, and yeah. like you said, the after effect. Like they were all, I was also told when I joined the department, if we go on a call and something happens, and then that night you're seeing Mrs. Smith in your dreams, call me at two o'clock in the morning because I will gladly answer and help you through it. Because I don't care what time they're like, I don't care what time of day it is, call one of us. We will gladly help you. If it's two o'clock, one o'clock, twelve o'clock at night, we will gladly help you. 
So, I mean, it's again one of those things where you never know what. Well, and we're always there for each other too. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's like a family. It's an whole after family. each call. You know, if you, uh, you, you know, you you mm-hmm. talk through it. Yeah, after every call, you sit down, talk with everyone. Yeah. You have to you write know, a report about it. So I mean, like we might, you know. Make fun of each other, you know, call yeah. each other names. Oh, yeah, there's so much, yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're all human. Again, it's one giant you know, family. When you join, you're joining a family. It's a big brotherhood. It is, 100%. You know, well, I mean, you get to know the people. Yeah. Right. You know, you, you get to know the people. Make you new know. friendships with people and stuff. Yeah. There's just something about. And you're all there for the same thing. You're pretty much all trauma bonding is what it is. A giant. Right. <laughs> but You know. Yeah. It's you know it's a good line of work. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind it. No, I don't either. You know, I've, I've enjoyed the time I've been on so far. The couple three, four, four months, five months, I think. Yeah. July, July, when I joined. So yeah, so we're coming up on six in uh, January. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, I didn't realize that. I guess it's just but, like it's just like uh, realizing that twenty twenty three is over. Yeah. Like that too. Yeah. That is wow. true. But like, yeah, the time I've been on, it's been fun. And just the sense of humor that's on the department i feel like it is you terrible. need a Dude, gruesome sense of humor to be a part it, of a fire it department is, i went to department or anything like that. i went to recruit training and you know the wrestling move like full nelson mm-hmm. guy went up behind another guy in the department he's like my son taught me this and he, <laughs> he put him in a full nelson and started thrusting and he goes, my son calls this a daddy nelson, <laughs> daddy nelson. he's like it. he learned this in wrestling and and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, just the other day, we went to a call. A lady fell, and like they're like, cause we had more people to respond than we needed. So they're in the once they're in the ambulance, we're all sitting on the back waiting to tell totally be all clear. And like, if the person in the ambulance heard what we were talking about, they, they would they we fucking, would oh yeah we would be yeah. all fired and yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one like, of those situations. Like oh, yeah. man, who put them in you these positions? You have to do that. Yeah, I mean, even us social workers it's like two o'clock and like one of us says or does something and we're like yep where we have this running mm-hmm. thing where we're like yeah if we see the light we're all running full sprint don't <laughs> stop me now we have like you have to our inner queen broke out there <laughs> <laughs> we have this thing in our department where it's if like we're talking on a call and you mention like one of our regulars we're gonna have a call for him within the next twenty four hours. Yes, yes. <laughs> we talk. We we like. See, we look at each other. We talk, talk. Like we start talking about the situation, and we're like, you know who we're talking about. And we're like, yeah, but don't say their name. Yeah, don't, don't say, say their, their name. name. It's like a cur- It's yep. like saying the keyword. Yeah, that's the crazy what? thing. Like oh, really working in retail. <laughs> well, working in retail, you'll have regulars. But you said it now. It's gonna affect the three of us. Oh, does it affect? Yes, you? yes. Because <laughs> I said yes. Yes. in this line of work. Great. We're working, gonna get, yes, it does. Working in retail, you'll Three get regulars. Calls, like, <laughs> and then, today, Ashley? No, but they could call me still. <laughs> All calls right dude. away, dude. Working in retail, you'll get regulars. And yeah. then working in the fire service, you'll get regulars that call for See, but, ambulances. But, you're, but oh, yeah. you're re- your regulars in retail, you like. Your Can regulars you, in the fire no, service, you don't no, like. No, no. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Speaking yes, from a hospitality standpoint, we don't Not like always. all of our regulars. That's true. You haven't that's met true. some of the gems that go into a gas station. You never met Banana Steve. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Banana Steve. Banana Steve. Oh. They come over the Banana Steve. So, uh, we had Banana Steve. We had Pancake John. What? <laughs> Is that what they Steve. ordered? 
So, banana, no, because we didn't have bananas at Bessie's. <laughs> Did he look like a banana? No, he, his name was Steve, and uh, he coined the name Banana Steve because one time he, he has, like, this insane infatuation with one of the managers there. Oh, that's weird. Oh, and he brought no. her bananas. Mm, oh. There it is. Yeah, he brought her bananas. Pancake John, yes, he would always get his pancakes. He'd have, wow. like, one or two other guys, sometimes, like, three other guys with him, but, like, he always got his pancakes. Like <clears throat> and, we used to, we used to have a regular that came in the gas station at Casey's, mm-hmm. and he would buy lottery tickets every morning, get a coffee, buy lottery tickets, and he would make these jokes, but he would laugh at his own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> One of those <laughs> but, guys, huh? But when he would laugh, it was such an infectious laugh. Like I could be in the back room, and I could hear his laugh mm-hmm. on the other side of the gas station, just. I mean, it was super loud, and, like, I- I'd come out just, just dying. Can we hear that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so loud. Like, I'm going to make a sound. Oh, my God. <laughs> when, I, when I was working retail in high school, we worked at a, I worked at a hardware store, and there was just one guy. He owned a heating, heating and cooling company, and, like, he would run in the store, grab what he needs, and, like, run out. Run up the cash register, Literally throw your money running? at like literally running, yes. Say his say, say his charge account and run out the doors. Like he like if he stopped to talk to someone, it was yeah. Uh-huh, okay, I gotta go. Like he was boom, boom, boom. He I mean, sounds I like the guy efficient. from the bench warmers, yeah. scared of the sun. Because I talked to my mom about that too, because she used to work at the same hardware store when she was younger, and she said yes, his dad Zach same way. What he'd, the? He like run in the hardware store, grab a needs, and run out. Hey, Man, I wish. When that guy I was wish my up. plumber or electrician did mm-hmm. that. When that guy was growing up, his dad's like. All right, son, this is how you do it. <laughs> and just started training just, him. like, held hands with him and was like, yeah. come on, let's go, Johnny. So, but it's like, all about how you throw the cash. <laughs> <laughs> the regulars. Or say your charge account number. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. The regulars, the frequent flyers, whatever you want to call them, they make, like, good laughing points. Like, yes. when you are oh, yeah. in, like, the high stress of the job and stuff and you just need, like, something, either somebody's going to say it and it's going to relieve you it, mm-hmm. Or you're gonna think of a situation, and you're gonna say something, and it's gonna relieve you, and whoever else is also going through the difficult time. Yeah, and I maybe they're not—they're not all challenging, but just like there's just a very specific situation that yeah. they did or yeah. have done, and oh, and there's some of those I've seen already, and and they just kind of lighten your yeah. day. I will say that, like, even like just in the hospitality industry, like you still have those regulars that. You know, you you are you know because different stress, but still in the stress in the yeah. Oh, yeah. moment. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And and someone just cracks a joke about one of your regulars that is just a funny regular or something mm-hmm. like that, and then it's just like almost like all the problems or, fade away. Or your regulars you have gotten now close with. Mm-hmm. They right. like I can have somebody like I was training a new girl. I went into somebody that I have had multiple times before. And, like, our conversation was very casual. We've been through the assessment before. Are you still living with your daughter? Are you using your walker as you were taught? Yes, no. How can we help you? How can we fix that so we prevent you coming back in? And I always tell some of the other ones, great patients or family members, they'd always say, like, well, like, I hope we we get to meet in a different, lighter situation. Or Mm -hmm. I'm like, this might sound rude, but, Jimmy, I hope I don't see you again here. Yeah. Like if I see you at Walmart, whatever, 
but like this situation, I don't want to see you in again. I know some of our writers do the same thing where it's like, I don't want to see you again today. All right, and they're like, Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, oh yeah, I got twelve hours till yeah. tomorrow. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have those couple right regulars like that. Just yeah, <laughs> like right <laughs> on the dot. And that's Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, that's Jimmy. <laughs> well, some of them too. Like you know which ones you can like kind of mess around with, you yeah. know. And uh, like there was one when I worked at the gas station. Sometimes it would have them sign their name. And I, I was working with Brent at the one time, and the guy signed his name. It was like a straight line. And Brent's like, no, that's not your signature. He's like, I want to see your actual signature. And the guy just wrote it the exact same way again. It was just <laughs> another straight line. He goes, no, you're full of shit. <laughs> He's like, there's no way. <laughs> but, you know, like, you can mess around with some of the regulars yes. like that because you know, you know, how you know they are them. and stuff. Yeah, and, like, they know you. Yeah, they're like, you the, know. Um... You know, you have your family, right? Yeah. Uh, and right. And then, like, your regulars are like your extended family. You know, right. No. Second or third <laughs> yeah. cousin. Kind of yeah. is. That it really then, is. And then you're, you, the other people you don't see daily or constantly, those are, you, those are your guests. You learn so much and about their life. You right. don't realize until. Like, wow, this guy drinks a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You don't realize how big your support is until yeah. you sit down and either, A, like, I had to do it for an assignment. Like, it's a social work thing. Your support system is what's going to push you forward and make you, like, do certain things or help you out. Who's going to be there Mm -hmm. when you're struggling to get off of the couch and you have to use the bathroom? Who are you going to call? Everybody has at least somebody, even though they're all quick to say, no, I don't have anybody. Um, Do not get the dog going. (laughs) Wolf. Wolf. If anybody wants to know what's going to happen, Kyle's a thermometer, laser thermometer he's addicted to. Good. It's heating I, my I was room. I miles an hour. <laughs> um, degrees. Now you got me off. You got me off course. I'm going to go adjust the fire. Okay, I'm going to have to clip that. <laughs> Every time you get up to adjust the fire, I'm going to adjust the fire. We're going to have so many sound bites that that's just what the podcast <laughs> is going to be. So Because I, I was don't... just thinking, too, like, I should get a, I should get one of your pagers going off at some mm. point and then every time a pager goes off just put that in so people know this is What's why happening? there's a pause <laughs> um so i don't know we have another I don't bundle know. over there um for an assignment you have to draw it out blah 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 i really like i will sit there with my patients and be like you have support people like they are in there let's draw it out who are you going to call for this situation who are you going to call and some of them, like in the hospital, when I know the two o'clock grind is going to hit and I'm like, I can't do this, they're going to be a patient where I'm like, how you doing? And that relief of them saying like, no, I'm good. I don't need anything. This is going to be kind of off subject, but not really. I just, you said something that made me think. So like in a restaurant, right? Like we know between 12 and one one thirty, it's mm-hmm. going to be busy. We know that between like, Six o'clock and seven seven thirty. It's gonna be busy. Mm-hmm. Does the hospital have like that where like you know it's gonna be busy on Friday night at seven o'clock? So, we're gonna get slammed with yes something. and no. It's typically like, and this being my first year in the hospital, but I was also like a CNA, right. so I like know those busy times. You would get them even at the nursing home. Yes, but ours is not really every Monday. It's going to be. What? There was just some buzz. 
Because <laughs> I was, like, adjusting my microphone, and then all of a sudden I heard... Boom, boom. Yeah, wait, and Caleb's <laughs> like... I was like, I didn't do anything, <laughs> I swear. Like, I didn't touch um, it. <laughs> it's, like, to, it's after Christmas or around the Christmas time when people were even either having it earlier or later. Um, it's always, like, ooh, we, we came into town after six months of not being in town and really saw how bad Mimi and Gramps was mm. doing. Bring them in. They need to go to a nursing home for placement. Um, but now it's just the busy, busy, sick months. It's where now people are getting sick with COVID. So it's right. We're way past census. I mean, we've been pretty much bedlocked and deferring oh. everybody out of the ER as much as we could. Okay. So. I know. I know. I helped make a ER busier on December twenty sixth, twenty sixteen. Yeah, I remember that day specifically because it was when I uh, kicked the can. Had your minor accident. You didn't the kick the can. So did you kick call? The oh, kick the cantaloupe. Did you <laughs> call nine one one or did no. you just drive yourself? No, no, we drove him. See, because at the time Kyle was a firefighter or had just got done being a firefighter, and Tyler was yeah. in firefighter training, uh, mm. like school. He's going to school, and yeah. so um, it was funny science. because when. Everybody now knows after my lie to my parents and everything. But when my parents found out the actual story, they were like, you know what's the worst part about this story is the fact that you had two firefighters with you and they <laughs> let you <laughs> kick a cantaloupe filled with gasoline. Inappropriate, See, I, I not mature it. firefighters. Key yes. important words. I encouraged it too. See, that's you, the you, thing. Yeah, you, you had done it. Yeah. And so, like, I was like... I had also burnt my leg. <laughs> but not as bad as that. Like, right. And I don't know, I guess Stop, Drop, and Roll didn't immediately kick into my head when that happened. Well, Are you kidding me? Like, they Caleb, didn't why pound didn't you that stop, drop, into and roll? your head? No, they did, but, like, for Caleb some Caleb was like, you like... won't believe this, but in the heat of the moment, that's the last <laughs> thing that goes <laughs> through your head. <laughs> I know it sounds dumb, but it's seriously, like, in that moment, like, Caleb, I just was not, like, his Stop, mind? Drop, and Roll. My mind was... Take I got pants off. fucking fire out, so yeah, I took my fucking yeah. pants off. He His I pants were around his ankles. We're like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I do recall, because I can't remember what the fuck Nick's flavor of the week was, but... Um, what? <laughs> flavor of the week? What are you talking <laughs> Whoever about? Whoever he was dating at the time. That's oh. what you call it? The flavor <laughs> of the week? <laughs> you never heard of call that before? <laughs> you, yeah. No. Uh, oh, yeah. I've yeah. heard someone who hose around a lot. They call it the flavor, their flavor of the week. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh but yeah, God. so I don't know who his flavor of the week was at the time, but I remember saying her name yeah, being like, Savannah. turn around, my pants are coming off. And Savannah. Oh, that's what Because you were like, right. Savannah, turn around, my pants are <laughs> off. Yeah. And then you and Tyler looked at me and were like, what the fuck, dude? We're like, dude, wait, we, we told you to get down. And he was fighting us. Yeah, yeah I was fighting He them. was standing there they pushing us away. We're like, and like, you know, suffocate the flame. Yeah. You should have tried to take him and just shoved him over. They did. Yeah. Or did we, you? We, we had to, like, tackle him. I've seen the video. It's been a while, but I have seen it. We here. had to tackle him and just yeah. keep kicking snow yeah. on him. Yeah. That's not even... Ultimately, I just stood up and just took my pants off, though. Yeah. Like, you should just start stomping on his leg as hard as you could. <sighs> we, yeah. we were slapping his leg. And at first, they were like, okay, well, we'll just go home. We'll dress it up and everything like that. And uh, that worked yeah. until... Like all of the adrenaline wore off. Yeah, and he started hurting. I like went to go take a step, and it like immediately collapsed. Mm -hmm. And Kyle and Tyler were like, "Okay, dude, this might be a little bit worse than we anticipated. Let's go ahead and take you to the ER." 
So I'm in the back of the car at like 11.30 at night calling my mom. Mom, I'm okay. And she's like, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> the I'm mom, like, I'm okay is the worst at least part. We but here's a lie. To take him in. <laughs> yeah, but here's a lie. Um, well, so what was actually, the lie? I told my family um, that I had lit a trail of gasoline that was going to a big bonfire. Still and that some dumb, of the but... some of the gasoline must have hit my pant leg, and when I lit the the trail, it lit up my pant leg. Oh my god! Yes, that's an awesome lie. It worked. Too. How did it, it did? It didn't make sense. Like so I don't. I think if how old were you? Eighteen. Nineteen. Okay. Alex is the so one so eighteen, yeah, nineteen. Like how did you guys come up with it? Caleb, did. it was off the top of my head. Literally, just off the top yeah. of my head, I was like. I got to give my mom a story that I'm going to the ER. It's her insurance. She's gonna going know. to see it. Yeah. So like, I was like, I have to give her the a heads reason. up. And yeah. I was like, but whatever reason I give, I have to give to the ER too. I don't even know if I think I would ever be that clever. Yeah. So it was the lie I came up with. And did uh, you run it by the boys first? You're like, Hey guys, here's the lie. No, because I kind of just said it while I was on the phone. With <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and like, it was kind of like dumb of me looking back on it now, not to run it by them because then they could pick holes in it. I don't care. All I know is that I mean, on New Year's pretty Eve, solid from the start, from the start yeah, though. Yeah, it is pretty solid, except for. Pardon me. Um, Kyle, or Tyler had a video, I think, or you had a video. Whoever had the video, I do. No, I know you have it, but whoever had it took it. Um, whoever took the video went ahead and and took it upon themselves to send it to a bunch of people, Alex? of which Joey was one of those uh, from the Midwest Goodbye podcast, you know, that we just talked oh, to. Yeah. Oh, Joey yeah. Joey was one of them, and he worked with my cousin. Oh, yeah. So my cousin comes up to me, and he goes, hey. Oh, Caleb, I sent it to New Devin. Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, my cousin comes to me, and he goes, hey, I want to show you this video, you know, and I'm like, Got myself up from upstairs <laughs> at my aunt's house, yeah. like, you know, hobbling, calling, around. hobbling up, and, yeah. you know, sitting there smoking a cigarette with my cousin. And he goes, let me show you this video. And I'm like watching. I'm like, wow, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get this? And he was like, don't worry about it. And I was like, no, you got to tell me. Well, then like a week later, my cousin Dusty goes, you're my bitch now in a message, messenger message. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And he sends me the video and I'm like. Fuck, don't tell anyone. <laughs> not even I first, will do whatever Tyler. you say. And then like a day later, Tyler was like, oh, bud, I saw the video. And I'm like, fuck, don't tell mom and dad, please. <laughs> and he then, was uh, asking for like, so all these, all these people had something holy against you. Yeah, You're just in there like, all two, right, I'll do everything for you guys want. A week or two later is I had some fight with Alex, and uh, yeah. Alex just sent it to my mom. <laughs> yeah. And my mom was like, Mom, or she was like, Caleb, why did Alex send me? Like, I don't understand. I don't, what am I looking at? And, I'm like, <laughs> and it, like, that's when I was finally like, fuck it. Mom, that is how I burnt my leg. She goes, oh my God, what were you doing? <laughs> and I was just like, it was a cantaloupe filled with gasoline lit on fire. I still want to know where you thought that was a good idea. Tyler and so, Kyle both had done it already. But how, so, how? So was stemmed, what, what created this, I saw a video. Of a guy that had a cantaloupe filled with gas, and he he had a stick, and he ran up and like Happy Gilmore did, like like how yeah. he you know hit the golf ball, he did that with the stick to the flaming cantaloupe, and it looked spectacular in the video. 
And I was like, wow. I gotta say, we should flame, try that at home. The flame looks spectacular in the yeah. video. Yeah, I mean, Caleb turned into a fireball, and then it was just concentrated on his ankle. Well, you I know. think, like, the thing about it, too, is, like, it was Tyler that did it first, and he came out unscathed. Kyle did it then, and Kyle Zach had did it. Mine, or Zach did it. He came out unscathed. Zach, Zach came out missing his eyelashes. Yeah, eyelashes. But, <laughs> yep. like, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Kyle did it, burnt okay, his leg. Okay, so that, that should have been the sign of, hey, maybe this should, this, we've had too many good go well. It's bound to go bad at some yeah. point. Well, they even told me, they were like, Caleb, look, like, here's some strategy behind it. You want to kick the top of the melon. Uh, do not kick the base of the melon. And yeah. I'm like, okay, kick the top. Got it. So I went to go kick the top, but I kicked it like I would a soccer ball. Oh, and so when you kicked it, it, it up came and, and came back at me, back and the gas you. hit my leg. You can hear the top; it's gonna go the other way. Yeah, but you can hear the bottom; it rotate towards you because yeah. you kick. Yeah. yeah. So I kicked it at the base, and the the gas kind of came back up and it yeah. got my leg. So, but yeah, like that was a good reason to go to the ER. I feel like because I I had yes, one hundred percent. Kyle, badass. what was it? Yes. Second or third degree burn? It was second, right? I think you had third. I had third. I think yeah. portions were third, but uh, Dr. Uh, Charles had said that it was mostly second. Some areas had third degree, but um, definitely not a fun experience. And I do not recommend or condone anybody buy a cantaloupe, fill it up with gasoline. And, I, I and gave a the, kid. You're you finish yours off. Cause I was just going to say the other thing that makes that story so much funnier is the way we got the gasoline. You know, it very easily could have come out of a gas can. Yeah. Nope. We took an old water bottle and went to the pump and pumped gasoline into the water bottle. Yep. <laughs> That's the stupidest the more detail, thing. The more details you find out. Just stop talking. Because, yeah. I mean, you fair, put a cap on that. It's going to expand. Fair, it could have exploded. I told them if I wasn't going to do it, unless they paid for all the stuff. So they were the ones well, who collected the material and everything. The I other problem it. is that we filled the cantaloupe the entire way of gas. <laughs> but I also kicked it the I feel way. like we could have got away with just a little bit because gas burns yes, for a really long time. It does. If we would have even put, you know, just a little bit in there to where, you know, it, it wouldn't have splashed on him, but it still would have made a cool fireball. Should we try it again? No. no. We have the yard for it. Yeah. We no. Can. Why not? Why not? He can kick it into the well, brush Well, no, I was going to say you could kick it this time and show me how it's done. That's true. I do got bunker Malka, boots. do you want to kick a cantaloupe? Oh, yeah, get your turn out, your turn out pants and exactly. Oh, there you go. Do not try this at home as I'm trying it at home. <laughs> We're trained professionals, though. Exactly. Yeah, Kyle and Ben are trained professionals as far mm -hmm. as uh, yeah. fire is concerned. Well, Ben, you are hazmat certified. Kyle, you're... Prof you're well, I'm not even telling you hazmat certified. Oh, I, well. I took a hazmat ops class. And so technically, I'm not even hazmat certified. You know a little bit about hazmat. I, Kyle, you have your fire one, right? I am trained I in. So. I am trained yeah. in. Uh, uh, the first initial response to ha or first initial response to hazmat situation. Gotcha. That's hey, what it's can we take a pause real quick? Yeah, yeah, sure. Angry, sad, frustrated. Have you tried yelling? Yelling relieves stress, feels good, and is scary to birds. Yelling is like talking, but louder. Try yelling today. 
And we're back. And we're back from our ad break. Can you, can short, you put, short little ad. Can you put music behind when Kyle's talking to that? Like a commercial music? Elevator music? Uh, yeah, I can, <laughs> I can find some for you. Okay. I want that to be on all of our ads. <laughs> you, want, you want that to be our only ad for now, that? or? or, or. No, I think we, we've come up with funny ones mm-hmm. every now until we get some. Hey, Kyle, where, where's our money? <laughs> I don't know. You just advertise yelling. Now we need money from yelling. You just got to. You know, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the example. We're, we're it gonna, gave me chills. We're going to uh, <laughs> get all of these sound bites and put together an actual yelling ad. There you go. And, uh, Wrong hole! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, when you said, when you tried yelling, I should have gone, yelling? What's that? And then you could run into it. See, there, there's so many uses for yelling. You can use it to assert dominance. You You're, can use it. Caleb's gonna In experience bed. that. You need to. <laughs> you can use it when you're getting dominated. I mean, or you can use you, it for if anything. You need, if you need to get a deer to look Nobody at you, Nobody knows what we're talking about, but it's, it's absolutely fine. hilarious. If, uh, <laughs> if you need a deer to get a look at you when you're hunting, it just goes. There you go. You get a deer to look at you. You can even use it on Mocha, because sometimes yeah. you gotta yell at Mocha, which is gonna take us into today's Mocha moment. Mocha, mocha moment of the mocha. week. That looks pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ashley, what, what would you say is the mocha moment of the week? She's a smart cookie. She learned how to use her bells in like a week. So we got mocha like you these. gotta explain the bell. You can say she learned how to use her bells. Like well, we got things. mocha like these One. jingle bells that hang on the the patio door in our bedroom door to let us know when she wants out. So she like boops them with her nose. And um, it actually, like, worked. She, she picked up on it really fast. Yeah, I mean, dogs are pretty smart. There are people oh. who train dogs to have cold conversation with yeah. buttons. You should respond for me. She picked it up like <clears throat> like, like there was well, we, no trying. We started off with hitting, like, us hitting it. More so, we were just getting her familiar with it. So she would, like, I would open it and make it jingle, or I would hit it and make it jingle. So she wasn't scared of it, and but also when you hit it when you let it out, her brain associates with going outside with bells, and so that's how you do that. Yeah, but yeah, she got the hang of it. You can hear it throughout the house most of the time, and in the bedroom. Anyway, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Mocha booping him, she's over there right now. She's just looking. She's good. Yeah, she didn't go. Uh, she she's a real smart cookie when she wants to be. Other or, times, you she's do have smart. to yell at her. She's smart because she's still, like, she gets carried away. She's a curious little little. Stinker. Oh, she's so curious. What animal isn't curious, though? Speaking of curiosity, that'll bring us into this week's Conspiracy of the Week. This week's Conspiracy of the Week is Flat Earth. Is the Earth actually flat? Yes. This has to be one of the no. stupidest conspiracies. It really is. It's flat. But we it have... It is not. It is a globe. You shut your mouth. Then how the hell do you explain that the earth is flat, or that, that, that the ground is flat in some spots? It's not, though. It's because... So when you, when you say the earth is flat, it's really not. The point is, is the earth is so big and round, that, and we're so tiny... 
that it feels like it's flat because we're just looking at a How small can portion of level? it. What? How can I have something level then? You still technically, because like I said, it's such a small footprint of the Earth that it feels like a flat because you're looking at such a small area. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I, no. So people think that because the Earth you can't isn't a feel globe, the curve. It's just yeah, it's flatness. not a globe. It's a f- it's flat. Flat as paper. Like but once I walk like three thousand miles that way, I'm gonna fall off the edge and right into outer space. You are not. No, because so actually you're some wrong people about that. claim there's like so a the, fucking wall of yes. ice that goes so around you, the Earth. So what you say is you're gonna fall off the Earth. No, they are saying the flat Earthers are saying that when you get to the edge of the Earth, like Antarctica, which is considered the flat, or is considered the edge of the Earth, there's more on beyond that. They just don't want us to see it. Antarctica is just yeah. the break in between. There's more of the Earth beyond that. We they just don't want us to see that. So, I, just, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't think you can have levelness, right? Flatness. But have you ever without looked at the a, Earth being flat? Have you ever looked at a level? Even a level, the bubble inside of it is round. It's not necessarily straight. But I mean, ah. again, again, it still is flat because you're looking at such a small portion of it, to the point where. Oh, sorry, I should disconnect my headset. Um, we're all good Freaking Ashley. Um, Ashley always making the freaking... <laughs> oh, dear God, here we go. Oh, but again, God. you're looking at just a small portion of it that it's... Like, you look, if you look at a ball, if you look at just, like, a tiny portion of it, the scale we are, it would look flat, too. The Earth is so big, you can have flat spots. Yes. Just because we're such a tiny portion of it. Yeah. Ashley's head also has flat spots. <laughs> um, but the whole Earth in and of itself is not flat. That That is, how the fuck would we be in space if we were flat? Are we like a Frisbee? Or a boomerang? Just so, fucking soaring look, through the I don't vastness? believe the Earth is flat, but I had to give you a, <laughs> yeah, I understand a controversial... Yeah. You know, so also, another reason to disprove that, this is what everyone can do. If you, the you we all see the same side of the moon, right? Like no matter where you are in the world, you're seeing the same part of the moon, are you? same side. Are you? Yes. No, okay. No, like this is a legitimate question because I feel like it has been said that you see the same side of the moon no matter where you are in the world. Really? Like if you look at the same same time of year, at least if it's the same time of year, if you look no matter where you're at, you're the same time in the world. You're seeing the same side of the moon because the moon also rotates with the Earth as can, it goes around. Can I just be like a hundred percent honest? Mm-hmm. Like, I know the Earth is so big, right? Yes. The thing that does boggle my mind, though, is how, you know, they say we're spinning at, like, such a fast mm-hmm. speed. How come when I look up, I don't get dizzy? You know what I mean? Like, I know the Earth is so big, but, like, I just feel like, especially if I went to, like, to its equator, right, where it says it spins. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were to look up and out into space, right? Yeah. Like, you... like. Like, the moon is still right there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not spinning, you know what I mean? Like, I don't right. know, and you don't get dizzy. It's just the one thing, like, I'm not saying that I believe in flat earth or so anything again, like so that, this, or, but, like, so, it just boggles my yes. mind. So, you're talking about how the world's spinning, but we don't feel it? So, think of it as this way. Get in your car, get in your car and turn your wheels at a one-degree angle and go... And go in that circle for twenty four hours until whatever go whatever speed it takes you to go in twenty four hours. Just going and will you about. and will you feel you think you'll feel that force going around like that? 
Yeah, but that's like the Earth going around the sun in a year. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how, like... Okay, stand in one spot, then, and do the same thing. Go as slow as you can to where it takes you 24 hours. But they say the Earth spins really quick. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm saying it's like that. It's... I don't know how to explain it. I'm not really a scientist, Sorry, I'm just really distracted at this moment in time. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm not really a scientist, so that part of it I can't explain to you, but from the research I've done... Over such a big object... Like, like the Earth is such a big object in general, too. Like, spinning at however many thousands of miles an hour. Like, we're not really going to feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, also because of gravity. But we are also feeling because the Earth spinning is literally what gravity is. That's what causes gravity, is Earth spinning. So we technically we are feeling it because we're stuck to the ground. Right. Fair so enough. then how do I get car sick? <laughs> That has that's something a, to do with the earth something, spinning. I don't know, that's something that, with your that's mind, your, your head, and your body. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? It's probably the lack of hair. Somebody's not holding something in right. I don't oh! know. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. That's, 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 that's way to call her out. Yeah, she's fine. She's my sister. Well, I think that's going to do it for uh, this week's episode. What? Yeah. I mean, there's not much on flat Earth to talk. about. I got about, more really. to talk about. All right, I guess. <laughs> All right, I did man. a lot of research for nothing. You didn't make me listen to a podcast for three hours of <laughs> flat Earth for nothing. <laughs> well, okay, we're not fine. doing a three-hour podcast. No, on no, flat no. Earth. But again, okay, I have fine. all this information. We like barely touched it. Okay, keep keep talking then. So there's this guy out there who's called named David Wise. I think his name is, but he's like a big flat Earther person. Is he wise? No, because he's a flat Earther. <laughs> And then he's in these experience, and he's like, so at this, at this angle, you should not be able to, it, it, what they say the curve of the Earth is, and they did like a different over the ocean, and he says, but you sh- the camera shouldn't hit this point. But then, so we couldn't see it, and then so he was saying that uh, you couldn't see it because you're so far away, so even a wave at a millimeter high would block it. Because the Earth is flat, and so you're going down, and that's why you couldn't see the light. Because even a wave a millimeter high, You'll be able to see it. He's saying it's all for perception. But see, it's... I always think it's funny when flat earthers come up with these experiments to yeah. prove that the earth is flat, and then they just prove themselves wrong. Right. That the earth is actually curved. Yeah. And then the moment of realization is like the funniest part of that. But this guy, he does he does all these experiences where experiments where he has proved himself wrong, but he says he comes up with some random excuse. Right. And <laughs> wanna know wanna know why? Wanna know how he knows that the uh flat earth or that the earth wasn't say oh that they're hiding it from us what one of his reasons was because all these smart people are joking with us and they make their sh- spaceships like penises and so oh. that's all they're part of their joke yikes that was one of his reasonings when wow. someone was asking about it he was yeah well they're all joking with us because if you look at rocket ships they're like penises no they're just really aerodynamic like that like have you ever they, thought it like they can't have a flat top they're not uh-huh. gonna you know yeah. They're going to use more fuel getting out of the atmosphere than And anything. no flat earther has ever been able to come up with a reason and why the government's lying to us that the earth's round, not flat. Yeah, they have no reason they to lie They have to us. no reasoning about that. Yeah. So that's another thing where I'm like, okay, so they're lying to us. Why? Right. That's another thing I can't. They, none of them have a reason. They just go into some other rant about this, and it's, yeah. So. It's just. <laughs> I don't know. I can't listen to them. It's just, yeah. But this it, David Wise guy, he has an app that's supposed to prove that the Earth is flat, but it, you have to pay for it. So it's like, is this all just a giant money scheme for him? 
Like, if you really want to prove the Earth's flat, have it for free. And it's an excuse for having to be paid for because right. this is his livelihood. You made your whole livelihood around the Earth being flat. It hurts my brain to, like, see people's reasonings for why the Earth is yeah. flat. I don't know. There's just so much oh my behind God. it that it's like, yeah. But, like, one of my biggest ones is why would they lie to us? They have no reason to lie to us. Like, other things where they have reasons to lie to us about, but, like, there's no reason to lie about this. Yeah, right. One of them was to res- one of the one of the guys said, "Oh, it's to restore the <laughs> ego of like all the great philosophers that said the Earth was round. It's to restore. It's to make sure that their integrity lies. Why would we care about their integrity? They're dead. That was how many what years about ago? My integrity. Uh huh. We proved other people who like that wrong. So why are we worried about their integrity? Like it's dumb. I don't know. I guess that's about all I have for. To be honest, about conspiracy, I uh, listed my things about it, and that's about all I got. Oh, well, man. I think this has been a great co- episode of Kindling Conversations. And, um, yeah, I think you should go and follow us on social media. Yep. Yep. You can find us on Facebook at Kindling Convos. Or search. On Kindling. Instagram, Kindling Conversations. And on TikTok. Kindling dot conversations. Yeah. Make sure you watch the whole video. It really helps us and like it. <laughs> yeah. And rate repost. us five stars. Yeah. Like our post. Rate us five stars. Yeah. Send us an email, please. If you have so I have, about, I have some information about TikTok, to be honest, real quick. I don't know why I said to be honest, but 90% of our, our, uh, our viewers on TikTok are female. Wow. <clears throat> You're welcome. Yeah, so <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, "Oh, apparently, we appeal to the female audience." I guess. Mm, so interesting. Wow. Can you see any Although of the stats all for... of our stale stats for uh, Spotify is male. <laughs> and that's weird. <laughs> Wait, really? So obviously yeah. they're not. Going, I mean, I haven't checked. Obviously, the they're last not going to go watch our TikTok, that, but, but <laughs> obviously, yeah. not going to watch our podcast <laughs> from TikTok. Well, I was just talking to some people, and I was like, you know, it's funny because uh, podcasts have actually turned into the talk radio of our generation. Yeah, they really have. So. Oh, it's yeah, true. Well, so, just I mean, today, is... my dad came in, and he didn't know about a podcast or anything. Oh, and really? He's seen the mics. He goes. What are you guys doing having a podcast in here? And I'm like, yes, yeah, actually, yeah, we are. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> like, he yeah. just guessed it. Yeah. But, like, my dad, he, like, you know, 65 years old, still t- turns on AM radio mm-hmm. to this day. Oh, like, yeah. Podcasts have become what that is for yeah. our generation. So, I really have. Sometimes I like AM radio if it's like a NASCAR. Crazy. It really just depends on what you the know. the content is. There but. is something yeah. about like a good like sporting AM, event on radio. Yeah. AM radio. There's, just, like, there's a nostalgia aspect. Nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like my dad so. every now and then would listen to one like a Chicago White Sox game because we don't always get it because we get blacked out, but on it. So yeah, <laughs> no, like know, cable, like cable blacks you out so you can't have to go watch the game. <laughs> Shut Anyways, up, with that. Uh, please, please, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Please send us an email. Uh, I will. Honestly, I don't give a shit what it is. Uh, send it, and I will read it live on an episode for you guys. Even if it's dick pics, he'll look at them I, and rate them. Sh- sure, I'll <laughs> give them to Ashley to rate the dick. Is what okay. we'll do. So I've seen a lot in my life. If you if you send one. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> whoa, 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 called yourself out of the pod. So you cheating? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been. I was a CNA hey, for like six years. You know that. Uh, All right. <laughs> oh my god. So I you, see them in the hospital. If you se- if you send us a dick pic, uh, <laughs> sir, Ashley will rate them. It's procedure to show me your cock. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, if you send us a dick pic, Ash will rate it. If you send us a boob pic, <laughs> I'll rate the dick. Oh, you, have, you have three Ashley boys. Can rate, Ashley can rate the boob pic. Okay, you want to send a bunch of dicks, Kyle? <laughs> right. Better than my fiance. <laughs> what do you mean? Anyways. You've seen too many dicks. Oh my god. Old <laughs> Anyways, people dicks. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. The email that you can send all that stuff to is Kindling Conversations podcast at gmail.com please don't send any genitals <laughs> or do because apparently kyle wants to see them <laughs> what please? is it doing so all right well we'll catch you guys on the next Deuces. adios i'm not ending this until ashley says bye too Toodles. bye see ya